Hola. What's good? What's good? It's me. I'm good. I did a rare thing today, Jason. I played tennis with with my friend Alex at 8 a.m. this morning uh, in West Hollywood. Chris in West Hollywood with a guy named Alex. Nothing weird about this so far. Where does the where does the plot turn? No, I didn't meet him in a bathroom. We met on a public tennis court. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not the ba- oh, I thought you th- you thought I was meeting the bathrooms at Poinsettia. No, no, no. I meant the actual tennis court. Okay, now we've got a plot twist on our hands. So you played with Alex 8 a.m. early. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Well, I was fresh, which I rarely am, and he's a pretty good player and i've known him for a while we, we work together he actually works at tesla he, he's boys with your boy we need to talk i uh, know no no we can talk we can talk he'll, he's a, he'll play he'll come play with us in, Glend- in, in glendale for sure okay so he's a pretty good player Are you saying that he did a better job than you or he ain't that good no no he did a better job than me but he also like we we have a similar style game which i like like we we were rallying you know in the backcourt he, he wasn't hitting a lot of tj slices is what, is what i'm trying to say right right right. so it was two heavyweights slogging it out just heavyweights in the backcourt just ripping but it was nice it was nice to play tennis in the morning the sun came out it was just you know i'm feeling good because i had to hit the gym yesterday after i got off the plane so i was feeling a little sore mm-hmm. it just it was a smart move it was a smart move on my part good 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 it's good to it's you know tennis is cardio don't you ever forget that chris i would never your apple watch has taught me that <laughs> yeah man I've, I've been doing tennis cardio against the wall i have haven't had a chance to uh to hit the lobster yet i did wheel it i loaded it up into the car and took it down to the courts and then realized that because i had cleaned did a little cleaning of it i forgot to bring the hopper that all the balls go into that's problematic so uh, I, I was unable it was a it was very problematic i was unable to use it let me know which uh, streetwear stickers you want me to put on it because i do have a nice collection so i can kind of decorate it for you if you want none of my vintage pieces are going to be wasted i can <laughs> i can get upwards of 17 dollars for some of these a new york thing stickers that i have tucked, tucked away in <laughs> My don't make me pull out the the <laughs> supreme brooklyn store opening exclusive sticker it, it's i don't want to i don't want to yeah. stunt i keep that one in a cigar <laughs> humidor just to control the you know I don't, control I don't, the environment you know it's it's an investment in my family's future you understand i don't want to uh, stunt too hard but i did buy some uh black fly stickers on ebay for you as a gift for the lobster particularly so hopefully we can find another use for those chris if you have a black fly sticker that i don't already own <laughs> I'll be a mother. Nothing better. This uncle. is something. This is something we can talk. We can talk to our guests about today. But nothing better than going into like the, the, you know, in Atlanta we had a store called Junkman's Daughter, which was in Little Five Points, and it was like f- goth freaks worked there, and they sold like just stuff. You know what I mean? Like incense, home stuff, goth Junk clothes. Junkman's Daughter. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty famous. It's kind of like a landmark. But but then you go to the back, and they would have twisted the, antiquities, things of the nature. They, but they had an epic it, it, epic uh, sticker walls. A hundred. Hundred per hundred percent twisted antiquity. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, that's perfect description. They should pay you for that. So you go to the back. You go to the back, and you and then you flip through these these you know like binders full of unfortunately not women just stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, it's just it's it just I I miss that. You know what I mean? I miss copying a Smith's decal for the whip. Laser cut meat is murder sticker for the uh, C class. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you, you already know the oh, the it. laser cuts are hitting. But yeah, so it's just <laughs> it brings me back thinking about decorating the lobster with stickers. Um, is it, just bringing me back to to nice some nice memories. Yeah, we don't check price tags and we don't remove stickers from items before we sell them on on craigslist or any other marketplace uh, well i would say i've been i've been looking at at, at chairs on craigslist late night and man I just, <laughs> how late i, I, I forgot <laughs> well i mean last night i did fall asleep at nine thirty, so it was i mean it was dark oh jesus okay yeah it was dark i know i felt me this is your berg berghine yeah that, yeah exactly yeah a three-day expedition looking at chairs in pacoima <laughs> 45 OBO. Encino Prouvé selection is not there (laughs) like I wanted it to be, but you know, man, you never know. Not a massive stock right now. It's COVID. you know yeah it's it's covid it's covid but yeah i i was i was up late i was feeling a little jet lagged you know what i mean but i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good now that i'm 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 back podcasting but i mean we need to we need to talk about what's happening tonight jason okay yeah there's uh i'm a musician and tonight i finally get to play the music of my people for people who won't like me at the <laughs> wonderful members only establishment 
the Soho House in West Hollywood, not downtown. Oh, we would never. I wouldn't let you, as your manager, agent, and promoter, I would not let you play downtown. Unless, of course, there was a yeah. bottle in it for me. It's too stinky. You know, um, but but I, I wonder, so have you been, I'm sure you've spent the last 48 hours breathlessly preparing um, downloading tracks, hitting the hitting the holler board again, checking in with people. Uh, did you say the last forty eight or the last four two eight? Because <laughs> it's it's the latter. It's actually been I, I've spent the last three hours working on my playlist. You know, it'll be a mixture of new tunes that I've discovered in quarantine. You know, played it on our How Long Gone radio show on Spotify, mixed with some old TJ classics. You know, that's kind of the the beauty of DJing is there's so many songs that I have heard and DJed and listened to so many times that I never, ever, ever need to hear them again. But then at a certain point, you'll you'll kind of come back and be like, you know what? I do want to hear. I, I can't wait to see what my tall drink of water selecta is on tonight. But the one thing I do hope you're on is a few of those classic Soho House Tito's Dirty Martinis. You're getting loosey-goosey on those fucking CDJs. Can I expect that at least? Can the fans expect that? The fans, I mean, I can't. I'm not going to get blacked out. That's for sure because I still. But, but you're gonna get dr- you're, you're gonna get drunk. Though. Like I, I'll, I'll probably. I mean, I'll, I'll probably drive there, so I'm probably not gonna get too too wasted because I still have to like wake up in the morning and do a bunch of work. You know, it's DJ life hit differently now. You know, it sucks. Yeah, DJ life. DJ life sounds like it sucks. Actually, I was hoping you were gonna say, "Yeah, I've got some ketamine. I've got some coke. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play." Well, the other thing is this. This is not. Also, a, I have you to know, ease uh, into it, Chris. This is the first DJ set. It's. I mean. You know, like there's a there's a club here in LA called Ronda that is like that's a place where you would really get the ketamine out and 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 turn up. But I just saw that they announced that they're they're going to be back. You know, sometime maybe later this month or in July. So that that's the type. Of, I'm just kind of warming up, getting my getting my feet wet. I'm not DJing that party. I'm just saying in terms of being gone off of. Are you fishing for a booking? It sounds like you're fishing I'm sniffing for a around. Booking. I mean, I'm sniffing around. Okay, we're not doing we're don't we're not doing low end theory, bro. We're not doing low end theory. We're not doing the do over. Just to be clear, understood. I don't, I don't. I don't. That yeah, that is not what I'm doing. The, the that's kind of the beauty of quarantine. There's been so many blessings in uh, in this lockdown, and a lot of people have used it to reshape their lives, their career. You know, ask the universe what it is they want exactly. And yeah, we, yeah, I love that. Uh, and I'm able to now be more selective with my selecting. You know, the art of saying no to the club. I know, and I'm proud of you for doing this though, because it this means, um, well, first of all, it means uh, a free meal for me uh, of <laughs> mediocre hotel food, which is, you know, my favorite genre. They don't, they don't have a raw bar there, do they? I mean, they probably have oysters. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I don't. They probably have. Oysters. I don't know if I, you know, I don't know. The champagne mignonette is, is. What are you? What are you hoping? What are you? What are you hoping for? Well, obviously, obviously, a shrimp cocktail. Is what what I'm do you want? For. So you want some razor clams? What's going on? You, is, is, no, I'm good on razor clams, but just I don't. You know, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to fish out the menu. No pun intended. You want? Yeah. Well, we know exactly what you want. You want shrimp cocktail, two orders, all for yourself, and then you want to perfect have a plate of just French fry smell, not the actual fry <laughs> to consume, but yeah. You just want the essence mm-hmm. of it to be in the air, you know, in and around you. You know, I have been, I have been deeply. You know, so I'm, I'm still off dessert, and last night I was having some bad cravings, Jason, and I, I, I just had to mentally uh, exert myself to beat it. You know what I mean? I didn't have a cig. I just continued to drink my little, my little sparkling water and think about something else. So um, you won't even, ha- you won't even have a, a healthy, healthy dessert. Or is it just not even worth it for you, Jason? I'm I'm kind of an all or nothing type cat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, unfortunately, I, I mean, I think I'm gonna I will eventually reintroduce the occasional dessert into my life. Just I'm just asking because the good people over at Laird Superfood, you know, they have a whole new baking mix out. They have a plant based cookie and brownie that I'm gonna whip up. Oh, you know, it's it's a you know, but it has like vegetables in it. You get there's like a lot of vegetables. I like that healthy shit in there. There's no like I like that you know refined sugars or it's all vegan and blah blah blah. So maybe you know okay. I haven't tried it yet. I'm gonna whip them up today. Maybe it'll at least. Even if the cookie isn't going to satisfy you the same way, you know, a sweet lady Jane or a proof bakery would, at the very least, it's something, anything Mm -hmm. to dip into a nice glass of whole cold milk. You know what I had? You know what I had last night and what I'm very excited about? Recess sent me the the big old bucket of that magnesium shit. (laughs) Boy, I had my 
my inner thighs were feeling loose like i was on poppers baby it was it was delicious you're in okay yeah shout outs to the homies at recess for sending us the pack there's a I like the fact that they have an un unflavored. That's what I asked for. That's like I need the unflavored one. Unflavored powder. I just dump it in my in my sparkling water. Give it a little twirl, and I'm honestly, man, this shit. It, I love it. Like it feels. It's really nice after a workout. It's really nice. Really. So you you get like a like a pleasant euphoric feeling from this, or what is it, like? Walk me through your body sensation. Well, when I was doing, I mean, there they say that magnesium helps to relax the muscles, mm-hmm. but um, I think there is fear that if you t- so. I've done this before with just supplements, but I think that the blend they've created because it has like adaptogens and stuff in it, it does make you feel a little something. And look, that's coming from a guy who hasn't felt something in five years. So take you know, take it, take it as you will. Yeah, but it's also coming from a guy who knows knows what strong highs are. You know, you know, it's it's something. Even though your your tolerance has decreased. It's still in the back of your mind. You know what that feels like. That's true. That's true. That's that's positive. That's high praise. I need to um I need to go pour up. You know, it's it's nice to it's nice to take a supplement like that 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 like I feel something from not just my skin pills or my, you know, $600 worth of liquid vitamin C. But we do have a guest today, Jason. We got a guest today, Chris, finally. Max Collins, uh you might know him from the band Eve 6, uh which was I mean, they were giant uh when I was when we were in high school. They had they had Mm -hmm. multiple number one songs um toured the world many many times uh in the Mm -hmm. last like six months to a year max has come to prominence from absolutely letting it spray on twitter.com a beautiful display of twitter spraying yeah he's very good at it he's a very smart guy he's a very honest guy it's a really it's kind of nice it's i understand why it's become this phenomenon um and i obviously am going to talk to him about third eye blind for 30 minutes while jason twiddles his thumbs <laughs> um but i i'm sure that's exactly what you want to hear uh, on this show if you if you listen to the show we know you rocking with three um, and also you know a fellow sober king uh i think he's a lifelong la resident you know so we could talk about runyon canyon and shit like that we have a lot in common we have a lot in common with most uh middle age rockers I, even though we uh we grew up with him listening to his music blah, 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 he seems even though he's only a few years older than us it feels like he is 10 years older than us just because because he was he, like he, they got signed and they got their deal when they were in high school. That's crazy, man. That's that's wild shit. All right, well let's uh let's give little Max a call and hear what he's been up to. Okay. FML these these Twitter celebs are ruining my fucking life. These people are playing with my playing with my time and playing with my money, and I don't fuck with that. I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that either, Jason. But luckily. While we were waiting to get stood up by Max, I was surfing the web, um, as you can imagine, and I did I did find a, a very cool picture, as you always do. It's a picture of someone that got the New York Times logo tattooed across their stomach, like their lower right above the dick area. This man is wearing what what Twitter like seems- shifty shell shock style. <laughs> yeah, it's a little higher than that. He don't have the abs for this tattoo. Okay. I'll say I'll say that with a hundred percent certainty. But the funny part is he's first of all sobering. He's wearing shorts underneath his his pants like a teenager, like like a Justin Bieber. You like b-ball shorts under your jeans, but his jeans are so tight that people. Wait, wait, you mean you mean over? or under 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 and people are claiming that these jeans look like they're the band the brand crew i don't know if you remember that brand crew k-r-e-w yeah i feel like you used to you used to link and bill with muska didn't you yeah muska and i go way back sure i need to look up some crew it's available on ebay <laughs> um yeah crew it was it was spelled k-r-3 W. Oh, it was a, that, Just, bro. That was a, for our listeners at home who are having a hard time finding it on Google or anything like that. Make sure you switch the E for a three. That's a. I mean, these were a, a moment though, for sure. Not a not a good one. It was a very ugly moment, but it was a moment. Maybe for you, but not for me, Chris. I never wore any crew pants. I didn't wear them either, dumbass. But and I and I skate every day. You, you first of all, you can't do anything, and you definitely couldn't fit in these jeans. Come on, I'm slim. I'm slender. You're slim. Th- I could fit in most jeans. You're slim, thick, but the crews were too skinny for you. This is the original Rockstar crew, but the Rockstar can ollie down twelve. <laughs> you know what I mean? No solo. <laughs> we got it. We, we can get Muska on the pod, no problem. You know that, right? 
Is that something that we'd want to do? Yeah, I didn't know that. What, are you really? Could you really text him like that? I wouldn't say it's a text <laughs> scenario. It's probably going to be a cold, cold DM. But you, but but he, but I, you know, I I can touch him. I can touch Muska. I can. T- I can t- <laughs> also, I want to give a shout out to my man Ed for blessing me with the brain dead edibles. I'm munching right now the flower. Rose flower rose rose delights. So so our guest reschedules Cherimoya chili lime flavor. Our guest reschedules on us because he's in the studio with Rick Rubin, and your ass is that you're day you're daydreaming about wearing crew, touching muska, and getting high <laughs> while I have to fucking run this podcast. No no no, player. This is CBD only, <laughs> non psychoactive. I'm already psycho enough. I am cute. I'm cute, but I'm psycho, Chris. That's something that you're gonna have to never forget about me. Unfortunately, Jason, it's sweet but psycho. Uh, but I got the reference to the Ava Max gay anthem. What? What's sweet? What? What is sweet but psycho, Chris? Sweet but psycho sounds like a hot sauce that maybe has like a pineapple element. You know what I mean? Where it's like a little sweet, but then it's psychotically hot on the Scoville scale. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, um, I don't know. Even though pineapple. Oh yeah, Sweet But Psycho. That's a song from Ava Max. Yeah, you don't Sweet know that Psycho, song? Psycho, hot sauce. No, I don't. I'm cool. I don't know that shit. Bitch, you're you're not. There's a hot sauce called Psycho Juice, but and there's one called Sweet But Sinister, Sweet But Sassy, and then there's one one called Psycho Soy, which is a a soy sauce that has an awesome hit of Psycho. <laughs> Psycho heat. <laughs> <laughs> who wants hot yeah, but soy I mean, sauce? Psycho sweet, uh, who, who wants hot soy? That's crazy. Okay, psycho juice habanero. <laughs> There's a picture. It appears to be like a goat, like a you know, like a twisted horny goat who is wearing a bill, uh, like a, a top hat. A horny goat. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's available on Amazon. Check it out. Psycho juice. Habanero. Why? Why is not cheap? Why is the world of hot sauce so freaky? Like, why is it all? It's just all. Like, anytime I go to a place that has like a large selection of hot sauces, and I just you know I, I take stock of the labels and names. It, is it just? It's just freaks only, man. I, why? Why would a spicy food attract people with the worst taste of all time? That's a great philosophical question. I mean, what other? What uh, I mean, we can we can unpack this. We'll reverse engineer what other situations or cultures or people also adorn that similar style. Like there's a little, I mean, there's a little bit of like ICP kind of juggalo spirit That's to exa- it. I, I would, with, yeah, yeah, I would say there's I, a little Guy Fieri kind of spirit to it. It's like it's there. I think one of the through lines is maybe it's a wounded person. Somebody who's looking desperately to fit in with the group, and the only common denominator is me like spicy. I mean, that's truly that's that's worse than pulling out a card game at an event. You know what I mean? It's like what do, what do we relate on? We just love to light our mouths on fire with with. I mean, do you think they? <laughs> do you think if you're a real? I mean, sco- God gives you a gift the 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 ability to handle a Scoville meter. Can you take hot stuff, TJ? No, 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 no. But you I'm, can do. But you can do it if you have to. Yeah, but nothing on like the super crazy end of things. I have no interest in it whatsoever because it's all the same shit. It's every every single thing is just like we take the hottest pepper in the world, like a the ghost pepper, and we mix it with water and lemon and onion and garlic and then like xanthan gum and. Not the Xanthum. It's, it's every not, single. <laughs> not the name of my firstborn, Xanthum Black. Not Chris Xanthum um, Black. What, what? So yeah, the in uh, every single hot sauce is just the same. It's just like we use a little bit more onion powder than the other one. It's all just the same. It's just who can have a label that's more psycho, and it also kind of crosses into the vape juice category. Of, of branding uh, identity as it, well. It does feel which is which is really rough. It does feel vape Jason. I I would absolutely agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. So it's IC it's I sorry go ahead. it's ICP ICP meets Guy, Guy Fieri meets. I think it's, it's a little bit. I mean, even though it's of the Guy Fieri world, like a little bit of um, like Margaritaville, like mm. Sammy Hagar kind of vibe of like you know flip flops. 
at the funeral kind of guy. <laughs> Flip flops at the funeral. That's the name of your fucking memoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah brother. No shirt, no <laughs> shoes, no problem. Come on down to the final resting of Jason Paul Stewart, beloved podcaster. Uh, you know, you know, I'm gonna fuck around and write my own obituary. <laughs> what, if, baby. what if you died? What if you died and they called you a podcaster, man? That sucks, dude. <laughs> if we die, will somebody call us that? Beloved friend, father. And a podcaster. Well, podfather. No, they would. Yeah, that would be bad. I don't want to be known. I mean, unless podcasting becomes really cool. But also, how do you not, you know, like when Joe Rogan dies of, you know, HGH overdose or whatever, <laughs> or he gets taken out by his the neck. same people that are trying to take Snowden out. His neck, his neck explodes. His neck gets too thick. He cuts off his breathing. <laughs> yeah, bitten by, you know, it's going to be weird if they don't mention podcaster in the obit, right? I mean, that's like. It's like his thing. It's like if it, when Obama dies, if they don't mention he was the president, you know, like that'd be cool if they were. They, that'd be cool if they were like if they didn't mention Obama being the president. No, if they're like Obama, he did a bomb ass podcast with Bruce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he was known <laughs> known for changing the way we look at Spotify playlists. <laughs> He also he was known to blast cigs. He uh, he did have a Netflix development deal with his wife. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about besides his presidency. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm more than a president. You know, you know the people who have the hot sauce as the identity is, is troubling. It's the same people who use pizza or tacos as an identity signifier. You're, you're pretty close to that group, if we're being. You know, no, I'm not. If we're no, being, I'm not. If we're being no, honest, no, Jason, not. yeah, if we are, you're like, I could see you veering into that t- category. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm like all about tacos. You know, I go, yeah. I drive all over <laughs> I LA just, and I eat <laughs> bomb ass tacos. <laughs> and like, there's hundreds of thousands of people whose entire, I mean, I don't want to knock it. I don't want to knock it because it's, you know, any type of. You're literally knocking it. That's literally what you're doing. You're knocking the shit out of it with a fucking I know, but I just, I, baseball I'm, bat. I'm, it's, a, it's a critique that is rooted in, in wanting to help other people. But, you know, when, you're, when your identity is such a low common denominator, then you will never really find true connection with other people. You have to have something that's a little bit more niche to really weed out and make it easier for other people to identify with you. If you're just like, hey, I like football, that's not good enough. You know, you have to be like, oh, I'm really into, you know, and you have to break it down to be super hyper-specific. You can't just be like, oh, I like J. Cole, then we're going to be friends, you know. Yeah, you're like, I fuck with the whole Dreamville, I fuck with the whole Dreamville movement. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a, yeah, exactly. That's a good start. It's a step in the right direction. Would you hold on the whole would Dreamville you, would, Familia? Would you would you rather be a taco enthusiast or a Dreamville uh, enthusiast? Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with dr- <laughs> no, bro. Tacos. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go taco. Well, like it was, it was something I was thinking about because you know the the food fluencing, the food blogging, f- foodie shit has been going on. You know for. Or, you know, at least a decade now. And it's like, it's no longer like this novel. No, definitely not. You know, novel funny thing. It's like kind of become like a, like a twisted curse. But what's, what's very easy for some people is very difficult for other people. And finding your tribe and your identity for some people is excruciatingly difficult, which is why, you know, casting a wide net like tacos or uh, me like hot sauce is good for those people and i I should not knock them and i do feel bad damn you're soft as hell i know i know as i'm as i as i get older i get softer in more ways than one when i was i went and got some tacos last weekend this place called carnitas el momo it's like a popular carnitas truck in la super delish blah 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 but when i was there like every taco truck you go to has like stickers on it on the truck it's like a rite of passage thing it's usually you know streetwear companies your graffiti name your clothing company your car club whatever it is i'm gonna go ahead and ask this before you get into this but was there a hundred sticker on the taco truck i'm sure there was Um, there and there was every other sticker you would ever imagine was there but what was surprising to see is probably 50 percent of the stickers were homemade stickers that were kind of made by you can like tell that they were designed by the sticker company you know when you go to like a t-shirt mm. printing company or like a sticker printing company and it's like 
upload your design here or have one of our yes. team members, you know, or we have amazing artists who will design your logo for you. And you're like, who the fuck would ever do that? And there's so many people that do that. And uh, they're all stickers for these people's Instagram pages. And it's like, the taco guy, the LA, oh. the LA salad chick, and they all have these LA Instagram accounts chick. that have like three hundred and ninety-eight followers, <laughs> and every single one is a is a cartoon drawing, kind of like a like a computer illustration of somebody, and they're all kind of doing the same pose and making the same face it's kind of like so you're saying you saw the same the same they have style. like a weird smile and they have like an eyebrow going up they all have the same style and it's like a, a like a an illustration of them that was made on a, on a computer and they're like giving a thumbs up and there's like the same generic designs and it's just like duh bomb taco guy you know and then <laughs> underneath it's like at cali taco swag and somebody was like paid five hundred dollars <laughs> to have this custom logo created on stickers.org and then made a thousand stickers and then goes to their job at Amazon all day and makes their money and spends it on stickers and tacos and they take pictures of the tacos and they post about it and they do 11,000 hashtags and then if the taco truck retweets them then they you know the cry and and ejaculate and it's called it's heaven the best day of their Jason, life. it's called finding pleasure yeah yeah they find their nirvana they find their heaven but what, what's the point what's the end i mean it's it's just i i wish just I, to build a community i guess to become you know like that's how i'm going to become anthony bourdain is that is that what's in their mind did you watch the bourdain trailer by the way no i did not what is what is it exactly it's like a documentary about him i guess i mean it's 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 um it's by the guy who made that fucking fake emotional Mr. Rogers movie that everybody loved, the documentary. And Fuck you. You didn't see that movie, bitch, and we're not going to get into I did your Roger see, slander. I did see that movie. I watched it on the plane. You're too heartless to enjoy the, the, the work I don't of fuck with Mr. That. Rogers. I don't fuck with these corny old Christian men trying to flip kids to Christ. That ain't You can have that one, TJ. You can, you can stand by that if you want. Mr. Rogers is going to change way more lives for the better than you will, Chris. You know that? How do you sleep at night knowing that? The only thing Mr. Rogers changed in his shoes and cardigans okay <laughs> is that what this is about we were talking about this in the group chat i know and you had a lot of venom saved up uh, against mr rogers a character universally beloved by well when you find truly out everybody when you find you know, out if you watch the documentary it's just like you know white kids in minnesota black kids in harlem every you know antarctica everyone in the world you know just loves mr rogers and you well jason you know what else is universally loved that much chris i don't love i don't love people brainwashing children pizza into christianity well pizza is my personality much like tacos is yours i'm i'm okay did you grow up watching mr rogers when you were a ute of course we all did what choices you have i mean that's all that was on i was like how long have you been christian for um well what, what church do you go to i was able to slither away um but others aren't so lucky jason mm -hmm. others aren't so lucky <laughs> But this this guy made so this guy made this Bourdain movie and of course the Bourdain movie it's called Roadrunner so it's got the fire song um, from um, oh my god I can't think of his name right Modern Lovers Roadrunner Road do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah uh, yeah John, John, Jonathan Richmond Modern Lovers and oh I thought you were gonna say uh, MIA but then it's it's a bunch of clips and the first voice you hear is fucking david chang that's a shame i mean i believe they were broskies right artist david cho those are the two people that you hear it's like we that's all and then eric eric uh what's his name the french chef that he's boys with the old guy repair eric Re repair yeah is bourdain as good as we think he is or was it just a time and a place good at being a personality or being a chef or just as a cultural icon in general i'm saying i guess i'm more i'm more accurately asking like is he actually an icon or or was it like faux edginess and and like a travel show you know what i mean like what like i like him i think the book is incredible but i think the show made him an icon right yeah i think i definitely think that he's an icon because um you know not unlike mr rogers he's one of those people that nobody's really really has a good reason to hate him like sure he yeah yeah good point you know there, there's a lot of bad stuff about bourdain but also like the people like us who like 
learned about him 20 years ago and read Kitchen Confidential or his early books and you know we're like whoa who is this guy and he was a chef or like he's been around for decades and and cool people have known about him and fucked with him for a long time but also like my mom loves him yeah and my girlfriend's mom has a crush on him and you know you know whether or not you think he's cool he was really really talented and and did a really good job at what he did the reason why he was why it stuck out so much is the competition was so bad yes he took uh, he took the world of, of food television which was just occupied by rachel ray and emerald and you know the dumbest not, shit don't, do not comfort just, don't comfort emerald first of all you know i'm an emerald <laughs> i'm an emerald stan you know emerald emerald's cool now but you know but you know what i mean he was the first person to do it and they're like oh i get it he's like the cool chef who like smokes cigs and like will drink beer in Thailand and like, you know, gets into some wild but stuff. But aren't all chef aren't all chefs guys who do Coke blast cigs and, and and drink beer? Like is that that's not rare. That is correct, but also those guys are all annoying and yeah. they all yeah, are yeah, so yeah. extra and they're all tryhards. Like there's so many other people who have tried to do it and you know have these netflix food shows and you know they'll interview them about like oh like how i got over addiction and everything or any of these same stories that bourdain had trying to make a new bourdain but they just they're just not cool about it that's the thing like everyone wanted to be bourdain hang out with bourdain every woman wanted to fuck bourdain and like there's no other chefs like that like if you're watching there's like that chef sean brock like he is a bunch of Netflix shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a sober guy, and he's an amazing chef, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to fuck him. Nobody thinks he's cool. He's like self-deprecating and like, I'm a dorky chef, you know? Like, Yeah, no, that's Nobody for sure. was like, I'm, I see an opportunity. I'm going to be the rock star who actually is a rock star. I agree with that part. I mean, I think part of it is it's like society's fault for giving chefs too much limelight. It's just like it's 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 become this thing. I mean, it just makes a lot of money. People want to watch it, I guess. Like people want to watch fucking cooking shows, you know. But I feel like the world is over it. Maybe mm-hmm. would you agree that that genre is, is no longer the most interesting, or is there more juice to squeeze, as you would say? Well, I don't think it, cooking shows were ever the most interesting. But we you know we were talking about you know these lowest common denominator things going on, like. Nothing more of a, a low common denominator than than food. Literally, yeah. everyone has to eat or they die. So there's there is something to be said about how even though it is such a ubiquitous general blanket cultural form of art, how everybody has an opinion on it and everybody thinks their that thing is the best and everybody is so interested in it. You know, way more than just movies or music or artwork or whatever it crosses it crosses barriers people will forever be fascinated by it and have their such strong opinions about it no it's not going anywhere and also everyone just loves it you know being you know the high that you get off of eating an amazing meal that's unforgettable they should try drugs um but i do think that the this will be a hit i mean you know for sure like it's no question but i just i like bourdain i'm I'm not but i do think near the end or not even near the end i think there was like the, the it started going the other way a little bit where people were like this guy is corny it's like too, it's too much he's trying too hard it's like he's fake edgy you know what i mean but it's also like what do you expect a guy to do he's 50 years old and he's a dad and he's on tv like wh- how how cool do you want somebody to be or what does that even mean and that and i think a lot of that also comes with success and i think he knew that and did his best yeah to navigate those shaky waters but yeah obviously if you're this rock star bad boy you know drug using sig smoking dirt under the fingernails kind of guy and then you're like, oh, I live in, uh, you know, in the Upper West Side, and I have forty-eight billion dollars in my bank account. Then you are, you know, you're out of touch. You're not, you're not experiencing real life. You're experiencing the, the first-class lounge, five-star hotels. But who wants you know, to experience regular like life everywhere you go? Who wants to experience regular life? Regular life sucks, bro. Take <laughs> me to the fucking lounge, man. Come on. Exactly, and of course. Regular life sucks. If you have the option, why would you do that? Why would you rough it? Why would you, you know, rent a Geo Metro and drive it across the country <laughs> when you could fly first class? But if you if you're that type of person, if you're a storyteller, it's the same thing as stand up comedians. As soon as they, you know, as soon as Seinfeld starts flying private and blah blah blah, then all of his jokes are going to be like, you ever notice how the you know like. Yeah. Or, you know, you're just doing material about what your life is. And if you're a storyteller, you're doing the same thing. So if your life is just being in the back of a a Maybach and five-star hotels, 
but you're also kind of ashamed of it and embarrassed about it and you're not bragging and boasting about it like a rapper or a Floyd Mayweather or whatever, something like that, then what do you, what actual experiences and stories do you have to, to pull on, to draw from? Who do you got? Nothing. Well, speaking of, who do you got? Mayweather or, or Paul? Mayweather, bro. I mean, I don't care about boxing, but I think everyone wants to watch Mayweather uh-uh. beat Jake Paul, right? I'm going, is Logan, I think, that's doing it. I'm going Logan. I think Logan's going to upset him. Isn't that happening this weekend in like two days? We should, let's go. Let's call, let's get on the jet, bro. We can't miss this. <laughs> the fuck? Um, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to go to Vegas to actually watch it in person. It may already be sold out, especially with COVID doing restricted uh capacity stuff i can get live nation on the horn and see if they got a couple tickies floating around for some last minutes but we might have to paypal it chris who could fight i mean sorry pay-per-view it <laughs> you might have to paypal me when i buy it at my house on pay-per-view i think the next one should be fauci versus somebody <laughs> versus I've, I've said this in before a, in a boxing match rogan chris? rogan versus Fauci's unfair so who who could who could it be? The the ghosts of Mister Rogers is seem they seem like they're they, they're both kind of featherweights, middleweights. That's actually that's actually great. But do you think Logan? Do you think Logan Paul and 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 Mayweather are they even? Logan Paul seems a lot bigger than him, like height wise. But that, I guess that doesn't matter. It's only is, weight. It's is. only weight that matters. Uh, yeah, it's only weight. But Logan Paul definitely weighs more than Mayweather as well. I mean, I guess not definitely, but um, I, I'm, I'm assuming he. Well, does. I think this is because this is like not a sanctioned. Yeah, it's an it's an exhibition, so there's no actual rules. Yeah, Mayweather weighs a, a buck fifty. Logan Paul is one ninety, so he's got forty pounds on him. So they're definitely not in the same uh, in the same weight class. But also, damn, I'm feeling Rogany right now talking about game day fight stuff. I liked when Logan Paul snatched his hat. That was pretty funny. <laughs> well, I mean, it, all that stuff just leads you to believe that this is all fake and it's all i mean obviously it's all fake. speak for yourself i believe this shit a real a real life soap opera i believe this more than the bible this is real right here this is these two guys are in it for money and they're willing to kill each other for a few dollars and i i see no problem with that yeah well i mean the problem with it is we all should know that it's fake but we're just doing it anyway because you know it's just you know you create a villain character a paul jake or logan doesn't matter which one and then you see them fighting other people who you don't care about or matter like a reality star or like Wilmer Valderrama fights him or some shit like that like yeah okay whatever that's a good idea but then you build it up to eventually you want to see the best boxer alive fight him yeah I mean it happened pretty fast it's accelerated pretty quick it went from zero to 100 real quick Mayweather doesn't need any money he's so rich this is the thing people don't understand though like it's not about money anymore like they they just if you're built if you have done this this long I mean, it's just about it's just about ego. Yeah, but I'm saying uh, in the scenario where the the winner of this fight has already been chosen, which is not guaranteed, but you know you have to consider it to be an option in any boxing match, let alone one with like YouTubers. That none of this is real. Then like, who is gonna like? I don't think I don't see a scenario where Mayweather is gonna want to lose to this guy you know no amount of money is going to make that okay he already has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars you're saying he's so, like, you're saying he's he more doesn't care driven. about that so is logan is logan going to lose for the bag Probably. i would lose for the bag would you take would you have a, a minor brain injury for 10 million of course i mean just take the body shot but whatever yeah i mean like however i mean any person in the world you ask them that question and of course they would say yes not any person but like what kind of what kind of pain what kind of pain have you been through physically have you broken bones before yes i have oh your ankle i forgot i forgot the ankle thing i lived through that with you yeah yeah i broke my finger i broke up my pinky finger a long time ago when i was a kid and then yeah breaking my ankle but yeah i mean as far as like true 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 pain only emotional i guess it's probably the ankle but i was on so much dilaudin and morphine at the time that when they reset the the bone and and all that shit like you were good money i was flying high i've never broken a bone knock on my goose was cooked knock on wood so i i feel like i don't i I don't know if i could handle it you know what i mean i don't know if i could handle getting punched it's only a matter of time till you till you slip in the shower it's actually not getting breaking your bone is not that painful at the time it's just more of a pain in the ass. Like obviously it hurts, but whenever you break a bone, your god body goes into so much shock that it protects you. You're just running on adrenaline, and you you almost you're 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 so concerned with this broken bone that you don't even think about the pain that much. You know, you hear the people talking about getting shot, saying the same thing. 
Well, I have been shot. I mean, I, I, I have, I've, I've been shot. I just haven't broken a bone. Getting a tattoo on the, you have, you have t- chest tattoos. I don't know if you have anything on the stomach, but you know, like some of those things are so painful. Tatties don't really bother me that much, but I've never gotten crazy. I've never gotten crazy spots like elbow and shit. Which because you're sweet but psycho. I am sweet but psycho. Ava Max voice. Oh my queen. I want to listen to that. We play that tonight. Just like no, just like your New Year, uh, your New York Times stomach tat getting a large word in old english across the entirety of your stomach that's one of the most painful things that you can do because it you know it's like five hours or at least sometimes yeah it's just hours and hours of just that raw belly flesh getting pounded and pounded bro pause uh now that i have um now now that i have uh, a shaved head is it time should i look into some head ink yeah and that's kind of where i was going with this convo because that's kind of the logical next step in both in terms of pain and pleasure i mean i think that you should do it i mean i don't know if it's going to be a sparrow no i think it, i don't know I, is it some type of bird i haven't thought about it but like a transplants style tag yeah 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 uh, what if i you like that band the transplants not really but i'm a big rancid guy i'm a big op ivy guy as you know what if i what if i um well if i get rid of my glasses and get a a a skull tattoo that would kind of change my whole vibe wouldn't it yeah it would just confuse people a lot if you just got a a skull tattoo that would be it would be so bad (laughs) it would just be really bad (laughs) i'm i'm just interested in doing a. there's no scenario where it would work out well interested in doing a bowie like shift you know jason like where i just really i come back with my new album and i'm just a new man I'm Ziggy Stardust. You want to zig out? I want to zig. I want to zig. Well, also, you know, I mean, face, I guess radical tattoos aren't even crazy anymore. I mean, I, in L.A., you see somebody with a face tattoo every day if you're going to the right places. You go get your pay your bill at AT and T. The person ringing you up. <laughs> First of all, I like the fact that you think <laughs> has a fucking Lil Lil Zan face tattoo. <laughs> First of all, you know I got auto pay. Don't do that. <laughs> you know I don't. You you know I ain't showing up with forty dollars in cash in the back of AT and T putting in the machine. You already know I'm I'm grandfathered in on a special plan for people in certain situations financially. You know what I'm saying? I wish that my parents still paid my phone bill. Like I, I wish I was thirty eight and still on my family plan. I think a lot of people are like that. I know, and they never want to talk about all those fucking pussies. I saw somebody trying to defend it, being like, "Well, yeah, I'm on the family plan, but I send my my parents a check for it." It's like, no, you don't. You do not send your parents a fucking check for $128.66 every month for your phone bill. You, there's no way you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 23-year-old person, you are not. Well, all these two, all these 23-year-olds, all these 23-year-olds are worried about that you know they can't create wealth, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know how you create wealth is you don't pay for your phone. That's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't become a millionaire by spending all your money on your cell phone plan. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the new T- smartphone plan. <laughs> That's the new T-Mobile ad campaign. We just handed that shit for free. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that the avocado toast is still the problem. You know, I think that really is the issue. I was saying this in the group chat, but speaking of pods, there's another, there's a, a podcast that I was listening to. Oh, yeah. Of, a rare rare true crime podcast usually a genre that i avoid wholeheartedly but there's one called to live and die in la it's, it's about like missing persons like all these blah 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 stuff but the story is about a girl from glendale a few years ago who was found in malibu but there's a this whole crazy backstory involving like her boyfriend and the boyfriend's never been convicted of anything even though it's very shady the circumstances he's like connected to rappers and drug dealers and all that stuff but now they're talking about how she may have been taken advantage of at a concert in orange county a father and playboy cardi concert well and they're mentioning like kodak black in this situation so it's a very tj specific true crime podcast involving glendale Orange County, as well as Kodak Black. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That's all my kind of guys there. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's shining them in not the sweetest of lights. It's most likely involving uh, drugging and raping and oh. you know killing a person. So that part is. But do bad. they find? Is there is there is there a resolution to the story though, or is it an, an open case? Well, that's the thing. Is it's still it's still in they're they've only done they're they're not releasing all the episodes at once. They're, it's a weekly thing, so. They're teasing it out, but they they start off every episode saying like this is still an open investigation, and and you know there's still it's an unsolved crime still. It's salacious. So if you're the type of person that enjoys true crime 
check it out. And if you're a person that doesn't enjoy true crime, but you are like me, then also check it out. I, how many episodes are there? There's only two episodes of the of the second season right now, so you know you can, you got a couple hours to catch up on. But it's nice to it's nice to listen to a podcast or a TV show or anything like that where you, even though we want to uh, just binge it all in in one afternoon, it is still nice that some of them are holding out. And, and releasing things. On, oh, I agree. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's that's weekly. We've been completely. I mean, you know, we've been completely turned the other way now, where it's like we expect things to come out immediately, all all of it at once. It's it's kind of crazy to think about how quickly that happened. It is, and I don't know. You know, as 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 the days advance, the amount of people that value you know waiting for something is is becoming less and less because they won't even know that that's a thing that you can do you know but i'm all you know i'm I'm a a deprivation man you know i love to deprive so i can get that good payoff you know get that dopamine but i don't think anyone experiences that anymore do you because i see you doing kind of whatever you want you're you're eating edibles during the middle of the day you're having french fries you're having cbd you're having pizza you're having you know who knows what goes in that nasty gullet well nothing goes in here until later in the day don't worry chris i mean right now it's 1 p.m the only thing i've had is coffee water and cbd (laughs) and magnesium damn that's a that's a cool combo actually i i think that we're, we're i know that's how i'm able to podcast so well being pro magnesium is something that we should we stand for pretty seriously in this podcast i'm glad that we can kind of fight the mag hive ma- mag hive well it's, it's just i think other other podcasts don't have this kind of you know fortitude to stand on the front lines of mag and thankfully to our listeners we're not depriving them of of content just because my muscles are loose the amount of episodes <laughs> yeah just because my muscles are loose don't mean i can't pod that's right how long have we been podcasting for now chris i don't even know i don't know either time goes on clicking so chris do you have any requests tonight for my dj set oh, shit i'll let you have i'll let you have two um okay uh the smiths cemetery gates mm. <laughs> I'm gonna play some Smiths, but I don't think it's gonna be Cemetery okay. Gates. Smiths though. is fine. So whatever, you, really, whatever you got, whatever. Not really a bop. All right, well, Smiths. As long as you got some Smiths, and if you, I mean, look, man, I I don't want to push my luck here, but if you can squeeze in some Oasis, I would be greatly appreciated. That I did not have on my list. Dealer's Choice on the song. I'll give you Dealer's Choice on this. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you Dealer's Choice because they have like so many other great songs are ballads and not really meant for the club. Obviously. You know, you can be a, a douchey DJ and play Wonderwall at the very end to get everyone to sing along. But, you know, TJ TJ has to do better than I that. Oh, I would never expect that from you. I would expect you to dig into the crates and find a, an upbeat swinger from from a record that people might not even know. I mean, I, you're, you're a true artist, and I, I leave that to you. Yeah, I'm going to play something from 2002's Heathen Chemistry, of course. There's actually some slaps on Heathen Chemistry. I know. Anyhow, stop crying your heart out. That's a big one. A huge one. Hindu times. Let's go, baby. That song slaps. I can't wait for this DJ set, Jason. I can't wait for the chips and guacamole. It's going to be great. Well, don't get too excited because I am playing for you know a, a few hours, and you know we just talked about two songs that are three minutes each. So oh no no, I'm not excited. I'm not. The rest of the time is probably going to be filled with music that you I'm not like. excited for the music, dumbass. I'm just excited to be at Soho House. <laughs> You know, without being a member, it's tough to get in there. So I'm just happy to be able to let behind the the velvet rope. Well, yet again, Chris is grateful that he hitched his wagon to the TJ train. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. The way I break down barriers and walls, Chris. Break down the walls. I knock it down. No, it's true. (laughs) Great podcasting with you, TJ. I love love when you're high on CBD. Did did Max reschedule via? Yeah, I think he said, I think he said we're going to do Sunday. So uh, our normal, all we did today was our normal Friday interview podcast is going to be our Monday podcast, and then our Monday one-on-one is going to be our Friday. We're flipping shit on you, the hoes. You know what I mean? We're, we're making shit crazy. We're, we're zagging instead of zigging. It's how long gone, baby. You know the vibes. Yeah, and also this weekend, tomorrow, oh, yeah. Burger Lords in Highland Park, noon, Saturday. we will have the Goner breakfast sandwich, which is our vegan version of the Egg McMuffin from McDonald's. It tastes amazing i am not joking about this this is an, an, a recipe that i hand personally developed with burger lords and they did a crazy job it's truly delicious even if you're not vegan and then it'll be the first time that mud 2.0 our canned coffee will be available 
to purchase in Los Angeles. You can already get it at New in New York at at Alimentari and Wild Air. And then June 10th, in a week, um, it will be available online everywhere, uh, worldwide. Every, global, bro. Um, but yeah, it come come through to Burger Lords. TJ and I are going to be posted up. We'll be posted up. I will be sipping. Chris will be sipping water. We'll be there doing whatever you guys want. You want me to sign some titties? I'll do that. You want me to kickflip? I'll do a kickflip. <laughs> we're, we're at your disposal. I'm just kidding. Don't try to talk to us yeah. unless you have like free shit or anything I will not. Like that. I will not actually be there. So, but Jason will be, and there's <laughs> there's food and stuff. But you know, no, it'll be fun. Enjoy it. Uh, and well, no, we're making a cardboard cutout of Chris. It'll be true to size. It's a good thirty six waist. Thirty six. The whole thing. Howlonggone.com is the website. You can follow me on Instagram at them jeans. <laughs> you already know what it's, the vibes are. Uh, yeah. So all of our vegan bros come out. Come out on Saturday. DJ them jeans. Come press the flesh. We can hang out with our mask on or off. No, Matt. If you come through with a mask, we're going to ask you to leave. That's already you already know that. Uh, how long, Chris? It's a restaurant. It's a. It is a. It is a public business. Oh, it's not I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I'm the sorry. laws of the, uh, the of the federal government. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, all, all respect to the federal government. Um, all right, TJ. I love your work. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, out my mind. Oh, she's hot but a psycho, so left but she's right though. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind, out my mind. She'll make you curse.